What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the second episode of the Marty Sando Show. I appreciate y'all. Thank you very much. Uh, had a long, long week of work. We had a, uh, we had, we had a prep Wednesday. We had an event Wednesday night. We had two events Thursday. We had a prep Friday for our two events Saturday and two more events on Sunday. So it was a heavy week in the, in the pop-up game. So. Today's a nice day, I get to kind of, this is my day off, kind of Monday and Tuesday are my semi days off where I can get some sort of relaxation in, so. But um, sitting down here talking to you guys is, is relatively relaxing, so it's nice. But a um, lot of work, you know, the food pop-up game is, it's all mobile, so it's a lot of moving around. Yeah, it's a lot of work, it's a lot of, a lot of logistics to put into place, so. Um, Sometimes you think, oh, it would be nice if we had a food truck and we could just be inside the food truck and then the weather's not as much of an issue. At least you don't get, you know, soaked if you get poured on. You can just sit in the truck and relax. But when we just have a little 10 by 10 tent, you can't just kind of sit in the rain. You kind of got to pack up and get the fuck out. Otherwise, um, you know, your, your, your shit can blow away, especially down here in Florida. It's pretty windy now and then, so. Um, but other than that, it's a, it's a good industry to be in. It's, um, it's fun, I love it. I mean, obviously, I, I wouldn't do it this much if I didn't, didn't love cooking, so um, it, I like it. What are you gonna say? You know, the, the, farmer's, market, the farmer's markets are great. Um, they're super profitable. The, the overhead is, our, our overhead is, is very low, so we just pay a we pay kind of a small fee for a commercial kitchen that holds our license, a place we go and prep all our food, all our burgers, um, you know, our salt, everything we make for for the pop up. You know, we prep at the commercial kitchen, but um, you know, we're only there not even ten hours a week, so our our cost is very low on that. And then our other preps are we also prep during the week at our some of our slower events. We use those to prep because it's cheaper for. It's cheaper for me to pay my employees the hourly rate I pay them versus pay the hourly rate of the commercial kitchen. You know what I mean? So it's cheap for me to be out there making a couple bucks, even if on a Thursday morning I'm not making a ton of money at the market. It's cheaper cheaper for me to be out there prepping. We make bake, we prep bacon, we uh, caramelize our onions there. So we can do all that stuff at the farmer's market, which again allows us to save money by not spending time in the commercial kitchen, which is a, which is a shared kitchen, so it's like could get crowded in there. Um, so, long story short, our overhead is relatively low, pretty low. If we had a restaurant, you know, you're locked into that lease. So, um, that's one of the real benefits of opening some sort of, you know, pop up, being a, a really small business and just doing these these little markets. So, you know, that kind of brings me to if you if 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 you love to cook. If you're a chef, if you're just a home chef, if you're a baker, if you love to bake, whatever. Cookies, if you think you got the best cookies in town. I'm telling you, if you've ever just thought to yourself that, you know, oh, maybe you could, you know, try selling your cookies or try selling this, you know, special meatballs that, you know, your grandma taught you how to make and you've thought about it, do it. Just try it just one time. You'd be shocked in how how uh, low the barrier to entry is and, and things like that. If you think that you if you think you have the best meatballs around, 
get into the farmers markets, get into the small events, and you can see you can test it out. If you're a, if you're a, if you're anybody, if you're a low end cook, or if you're a front of house server who you know, and but you love to cook, and you 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 think, you know, you'd want to try to sell what you make. I mean, shit, that's what I did. I just started, think, you know, I thought my food was pretty good, but I didn't really know if other people like it. So I was like, let me, let me start small. It's a way to start small. If you're a chef and you fucking work for some other guy who owns a restaurant and you always, you know, you're a great cook, but you make the same shit over again and you hate your fucking job, go make something and try to get into the farmer's markets. I'm telling you, the cost to entry is so low that you can get in there. The risk is the risk is so low. You don't you don't got to quit your job. Maybe you take a day off. Maybe you work five days instead of six days, whatever. You can figure it out. Find a way to, you know, do something for yourself. It will change your perspective. Um, anybody, if you're a, if you're a pastry chef, if you're a pastry chef and you fucking work even at a high-end restaurant, what, what, what are pastry chefs, like what does a pastry chef make? Maybe 40 grand, a good one, 40 grand, you know, probably most of them make 15 bucks an hour. If you're an incredible pastry chef or a baker, you can really try to get into these farmer's markets and sell your items. I'm telling you, it's such a, it's such a great opportunity and low cost to entry. You could, I mean, you can really get everything started for realistically under 1500 bucks. You could buy all the stuff you need to go to these markets. And if you're baking at home, you literally don't even need like that big of a license. You can work out of your home. You can get what's called, um, it's called like, uh, hold on, let me see. I think it's called a cottage food law. If you're not cooking with meat or anything that needs to be temperature controlled, you can bake out of your home. So you don't, you wouldn't even need the cost of spending money on a commercial kitchen. So if you've got some sort of passion and you're fucking make the best blueberry fucking muffins out of anywhere, go and try and get into these markets. They're, they're, they need more vendors. They want more vendors. They want the market to be bigger because it attracts more people. You can get in there. Some of them cost as low as 50 bucks a market. And that's not the more expensive one. For one of the bigger ones I go to, the West Palm Beach market, I think it's like maybe 65, 70 bucks per market. My ones during the week are 20, 20 to 30 bucks. Go in there. I mean, start with the ones on the weekends if you've got a, if you've got a job, you know. If you've got a regular full-time job, nine to five during the week. Then you can go to these Saturday, Sundays, which are the best ones to go to. And just test it out. See if people like your food. Because they might. And again, these can be very profitable and you might just be able to make the switch. I mean, either, I mean, some chefs, some cooks, chefs, whoever, servers are working 50, 60, 70 hours a week. Okay. So, and I mean, that's a lot. So you could cut that back or, I mean, think about if you can bring in an extra thousand dollars a month, 2000 a month, 3000 a month. Just from working on the weekends, I, it doesn't. It, it's not crazy. I'm telling you, it's possible. It really is. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Yeah, I mean, so many chefs hate their jobs. So many cooks hate their jobs. I'm telling you, if you work anywhere in the food industry and you can cook, and you think you have something that people will like. Go test it out. I really I do. I push you. I encourage you. Go try it. Go get into these farmer's markets. 
they're easy to get into. Not the big ones, they're not easy to get into. The West Palm is like a, a waiting list a year, but there's so many out there, at least here in South Florida. I mean, there's like, especially you go out a little west, like Plantation, there's Parkland, there's Coral Springs, Coconut Creek. Every town has farmer's market and you can get in there. And if your food really is as good as you think it is, if it is, people will find out. And I'm telling you, I mean, I mean, we do we do a lot of events every week. We do between five and eight events a week, depending on the week. We just go, we got a 10 by 10 tent. I got a grill that fits in the van. I got all our tables. I bring a propane. It's all, it all fits in the van. When I, before my first market, I think, again, I think the, our, my grill was expensive, but I started with two little small grills that were each, I think a hundred bucks, 120 bucks maybe. So, you know, just over 200 bucks. I think my tent was 120 bucks. Um, I had to get my food license. I think that was around 300 bucks. Um, you know, all small wear, small equipment, say another five. I'm telling you, I, I entered, I was in my first market and I spent less, I think less than $1,500 to start a business, to start a business. You could go start a business today for very, very cheap. So if you've been, if you've got that itch to see if your food or, or any product for that reason, there's people all over the farmer's market, they, they sell anything. They sell soap. They, if you want to sell little homemade plants, Christmas trees, popcorn, fish dip, anything that you are passionate about, I really, really recommend getting into the market and testing out um, because it's, it's, it's really rewarding. I'll tell you that. Sometimes the hours suck and you know, I wish I didn't have to work all the weekends. But it, but I love it. But it's it's super rewarding, um, and it's great. So I I really do encourage you, just try it. Just try to get in the market. The only thing I will say, a lot of people show up at the market and they think they've got their food, and they and they there's a lot of bakers at the market and they all sell croissants and they all sell a lot of the same thing. You gotta stand out. You gotta do something different. You can't just be another cafe that go in and selling pastries and croissants and a chocolate croissant and an almond croissant and a croissant breakfast sandwich and, and a French bread. And they sell this and then you go to the next baker and they're selling the same things. So you've got to stand out. You've got to do something different. Do something that's going to make people want to wait in line. That's going to make people not care about spending their money. Um, so you do really got to be the biggest judge of yourself and of your food. Um, so it... And by doing that, like for us, like uh, before I got into the, the smash burger game, I mean, I, I always loved burgers. I never had this dream of I'm going to make burgers. I want to have a burger restaurant. I just made it one day for my friends. I kind of um, created this little quick dish. I just saw a smash burger video, you know, this is three, four years ago now. <laughs> and, and I just recreated it and I did a little and it was really good. It was like, wow, smash burgers are great. But um, but I knew it wasn't anything different. So. When I found out the chorizo, I was like, oh, you know, love Mexican food. Let me mix some chorizo into these patties. And it just elevated the food that much. And I was like, let me put a little more effort. Let me do something with it. I made my own butter. I, I caramelized our own onions. I started making my own pickles. I was like, oh, shit. This is pretty good, you know? But that's what I thought. At the end of the day, I've been to a lot of the best burger places, of, you know, in, in the country. Um, as I said before, I, I've been to I've been to New York. I've tried all the great places in New York. I've been to you know grew up outside Chicago. I've tried all the best great burgers in Chicago. I've tried 90% of the burgers down here in South Florida. 
you have to do that because that when I go to places like Oshawa in Chicago, New York, or um, I went to as I said before, Emily, my number one burger in New York, then I have a reference. I know I'm trying to get my burgers to taste my food to taste as comparable to these best places in the fucking world. That's what I want. That's the standard you gotta hold because then I know, hey, if I can if I can make my shit taste somewhat close to how good this burger is and, and not be charging, you know, the whatever Emily and Oshaville charge, probably thirty bucks now, who knows? Um, you know, I've got something. Um and and, and so You've got to be able to compare your food to the best. So if you think you have the best fucking cookies out there, if you think your cookies are great because your grandma gave you some recipe, that's good and all, and I'm sure they are good, but are they really incredible? Are they going to create a line of people? What are you doing different than the guy four tenths down that also makes pretty good cookies? You've got to stand out. So whatever you're going to choose, make sure you go around and see who's doing it the best and go try them. Listen, talk, have conversations with them. Um, you know, so like you gotta go out there and taste and see what people are doing and who's doing it the best and learn from them. Like, learn from them. It's not about copying, it's about learning from people who are doing it the best. And if they don't want to teach you, that's fine, go on to the next one. But you can learn something from every place you go and visit. Um, and that's what I did. I mean, it isn't. I mean, as a chef, the cook, the food I cook is pretty much um, some sort of combination of, of the food that I've loved and I grew up on over the last 20 years. That's what I cook. What I cook, like right now I cook a common, I love, when I'm at home, I cook a combination of, I love combining Mexican and Italian. I love making pastas and incorporating poblanos and jalapenos and spice and flavors and chorizo with cream and butter and homemade pasta it's fucking that's my passion that's what i love to do and i got that from trying incredible food going to italy and fucking one of my best friends growing up was mexican so um you know i was eating you know tamales when i was five and i just grew up on mexican food it's why i love it's my my favorite cuisine so you got to get out there and try what's best in the world or at least in your area <laughs> And um, and then you can adjust and you can adapt and you can. What's up, buddy? All right, buddy, hold on. One second, let my dog out. You want to go back out? Go outside. All right. Well, that's what I'm saying. Get out there. Try something. Do something to get out there. I'm telling you, the opportunity right now, it, it's 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 really unique, and uh, a lot of people don't know about it. But the farmers markets are where so many small businesses start and where you can test your product at a low, low, low cost without spending money on, you know, rent and fucking crazy inventory and just hoping people show up, people go to the farmer's markets. I give out so many samples, I can't, I can't even tell you how many samples I've given away. Thousands and thousands of burgers, I've given away tens of thousands of little samples and thousands and thousands of whole burgers in just the last two years I give away at all the farmers markets because at the markets you can charge a little more money. People are always there to spend money. So especially in the higher towns, higher end towns, um, you can charge money. So um, just tr just try it one time. Just get out there, whatever you're passionate about. It doesn't have to be food. Whatever you're passionate about, 
get out there and just try it. Just one time. If it doesn't work out, okay. But, man, if you've got some sort of eagerness to do something for yourself and to try something and to try to open a business, that's just the way to do it. Um, you know, so whatever you can do, save a couple thousand dollars. I know that's not, I know that's a lot of money, but put a plan into place. So over the next, you know, whatever, four to six months, you could save that money and, 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 and try it. And um, you, you'll be surprised at, at um, you know, how hard you work when you're passionate about something. So let's see, what what could you sell at this? You know, first of all, you should think about, you know, what are you passionate about? Um, you could sell cinnamon rolls, fucking, you could sell oversized croissants, giant ass croissants, because that's unique. No one's doing that right now. Um, if you know about, if you're in, if you're in the South Florida area and you ever have you ever heard of Nasberry Farms, Nasberry Farms sell you know arguably the best cinnamon rolls you know in South Florida. Um, speaking from experience, if you have to wait in the Florida heat for four hours, it it, it really erases any sort of um, any sort of happiness you get from eating the cinnamon rolls because that it was miserable waiting and it just wasn't worth it at the end to just. I don't know if it, the cinnamon roll wasn't actually that good or it was phenomenal. I'm just so pissed that I had to wait four hours in the humidity and the heat. It was awful. It was terrible. But point is, it was a four-hour line for a reason. People are waiting in that line. And the rolls were like $16 for a dozen. If they just brought those to the farmer market, farmer's markets, they could sell each cinnamon roll for probably $5. Easy. Each cinnamon roll for five dollars. That's eighty dollars a dozen. They could get eighty dollars a dozen. And I'm telling you, I'm at the I'm at the West Palm Market, or at the Delaware Market. No one's selling cinnamon rolls. Someone at the Delaware Market selling some sort of cinnamon twist Hungarian thing. But and they have a long line because it's it's unique. Um, I'm just saying. Let's see what else. You could sell anything, man. Sell. You could sell anything. Something that you're passionate about, but it's got to be different. But. The opportunity is there. You just gotta put yourself out there. You gotta try. Just give it a try, I promise you. It's super rewarding. It can be profitable. It could eventually replace your job if it's something you're passionate about and you work hard enough. Or it could just be an extra gig you do on the weekend and make, make an extra few bucks if you have the time. So, I recommend it. I recommend really trying something. Um, it's, it's nice. I mean, I, I before this I had never, well, I mean, I tried a few businesses before, failed. I tried doing a little digital marketing for restaurants, failed. I mean, I did okay for a while, but um, then I tried just general digital marketing for other businesses, didn't work. Um, and, and it really didn't work because I didn't care. Even the marketing for restaurants, I enjoyed a little bit because I was working with restaurants, but still I'm going having to sell services that I don't really care about, even though I know social media is important. I didn't give a shit. So until I started this thing in, in creating my own products, um, that's when I, you know, that's when it just feels like I'm not working. It just feels like I'm having a good time. It just feels like I'm, I'm cooking. Of course, prepping isn't great and, you know, mixing meat and making burgers and we make all of our burgers by hand. So, um, you know, it's not fun, but I'm not miserable. It's, 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 it's I, I know what the, I know why I'm doing it. So, yeah good time I just you can just next the next Saturday Sunday you have free 
go to the local farmer's market, walk around, taste the food. A lot of them are giving out samples. Try the food, taste it, see if, see if what you want to sell is there. And if it's not, then, you know, reach out to the people who run it. You can either find them on Instagram, they're gonna have a website, just figure it out. And, and say, well, what do I gotta do to get in? How do I get in? What's the fee? I'm telling you, just try it. It'll be super rewarding. Get out to the markets. First of all, they're a great time. It's where all the local businesses are. People generally are, are, are nicer there. Um, get out there. I'm telling you, just try it one time. It's gonna be worth it. Just give it a try. Otherwise, you know, you might regret it for the rest of your life. But uh, that's it for today. I appreciate you all for listening. Thank you. I'm, uh, I'm Marty Shack. This is the Marty Sando Show. I appreciate you. Peace. <coughs>